So it looks like more than just your bank account increasing, although I, I bless you with that. I bless me with that. That's a good thing, but it's bigger than that, though. It's what can flow through our hands, how we steward, just even in that moment, just like, Jack, here you go. This, I don't know. This is, he tied it together. It was like, it's bigger than just what happens in the natural. So I, I'm so excited um, for how God is growing our capacity here as a, as a tribe in this region just to see that momentum continue. Because it's not just, okay, I did that and that was great. It's like, how can I increase in that? Which brings me to my message. Increase. In a few days, you're likely gonna read out of Luke chapter two. And you're gonna likely read Luke chapter two, starting with verse eight, where it says, and there were in the same country shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Do that, read that. It's important. And you're gonna glow in the warmth of the memory of the angels showing up to those faithful shepherds who kept watch over their flock by night. And they said, don't be afraid. I bring you tidings of great joy. Glory to God in the highest and on peace, goodwill towards men. That feels good, doesn't it? We like peace. Peace and goodwill sounds like the Jesus that I want to serve. And like you, Mary pondered the things in her heart as the message of God came to her, was delivered the prophetic promise of what she'd be carrying inside of her. And you'll read that in anticipation of, or sometimes in, as a preface to opening your presence, because we feel like we need to read that so that we can open our presence, right? I don't know about you, but like kind of gotten into that pattern like hey we can't open presents until we acknowledge the ultimate gift and gift giver the reason why we do this in the first place right it's not religious it's well maybe it is a little bit um but it just feels good like to acknowledge that and you're gonna read down to verse 20 and you're gonna stop because the birth of Jesus has been properly commemorated Okay? And then you're going to tear into all your gifts. And then you're going to eat and then you're going to take a nap. <laughs> and then you're going to think about, man, I spent a lot of money for that last hour. That was crazy. <laughs> but I want to share with you the less read part of Luke chapter 2. The part that probably you won't read on Friday or Saturday. So if you would, I want you to turn in your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 2. We're going to start with verse 25, and I'm going to read through verse 40, and then there's a couple other uh, little parts of Scripture I'm going to add as we go, but I, I just want to share this with you. 
Luke 2, verse 25. This is the New King James Version. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also. He was speaking to Mary there. That the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, and she was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. She'd been a widow for almost her entire life. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Israel. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee in their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now go down real quick to Luke chapter 2, 51 and 52. This is the last two verses of that same chapter. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and he was subject to them, but his mother kept all these things in her heart. And verse 52 says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men. Did you ever think about how Jesus increased throughout his life? That's kind of a sobering thought. I don't know about you, but in my background, that never really landed on me the way that I think that it should have. It always felt like Jesus was born with superpowers. And that, you know, maybe as Mary was washing Jesus in the kitchen sink, that he just like started walking on the water, you know, as a baby. but it says that he increased. And the problem with the fact that he increased is if he increased, then what does that mean for me? There's definitely um, a decision to be made. If Jesus increased in wisdom, if Jesus increased in stature, if Jesus increased in favor with God and men, then he started somewhere and went somewhere else. That puts a personal responsibility on you and I, doesn't it? 
Because we can't just say Jesus was who he was and he operated with superpowers. And so I can never get there. I can never attain the things that he did. That's not at all what this is saying. And it's sobering to think about that because a lot of times we want the rules to apply to other people, but not necessarily to us. And when I say rules, that's not the best word, but it's the word that best describes it. So I do some work that often takes me out in the middle of the night. And I have found myself having an incredibly low tolerance for red lights in the middle of the night. <laughs> incredibly low. When there's no cars coming in any direction and I'm at a red light, like, yeah, it's, I'm going. The problem with that is that it bleeds over in my daytime driving routine. Because the rules don't apply at night. I got somewhere to be. I'm in a hurry. Um, that bleeds over. Those of you that know me know that that's true. But Jesus, being a baby, he had needs. He learned to talk. He learned to walk. He learned to eat. He needed sleep. He needed diapers and eventually a toilet. I know, weird, right? But dedicating the temple at 40 days, there was an eight-day window that passed from his birth to when he was... Um, snipped. And then there was a, another period of time of the purification of Mary. And then once that window of time happened, he was presented in the temple, as we read. And the next thing we see is that the word says, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, became filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. <laughs> 